Grab the popcorn and get ready to join Chris and Geordie on a journey through some of the most celebrated films of all time that Geordie's never seen before. You're listening to It's About Time You Watch This. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. And Geordie. And today, before we get into the movie, Geordie. Yeah. Exciting announcement. So exciting. I'm very very excited excited for this. I know you're very excited about this because we are welcoming in a brand new co-host. Woo, can we have applause? There you go. You got your Thank you. I appreciate that. it. That was awesome. Yeah. After well his stellar turn in our uh, episode on Grease 2, mm-hmm. one of the most listened to episodes of this podcast. It was, but we were a little bit worried because I didn't think he should come back after his review. Well, then he came, then he came back on Adam's It was family, all right. He did a very good job on Adam's family. So we're welcoming in as a permanent co-host of the show, Josh Cook. Yay. Hello. Welcome. I'm back. Very excited excited to to have you here. Very excited to have you here. I'm very excited to be here. This is a big opportunity for me. This is awesome. Well, I'm very excited because when Geordie has the baby, obviously now I've got someone else to talk movies with. And we're excited. I don't have to watch movies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll have to watch movies for the return. Oh, yeah, Mm. that's right. We'll put it out there now. We're actually planning a special show for your return, potentially a special live show. (gasps) And I'll be able to drink wine then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'll make this even better. (laughs) Um, So, all right. Welcome, Josh. Yes. Let's get into this because straight off the bat, one of the first movies I gave you to watch is a classic musical from the 80s. It's won all sorts of awards. The looks on the face of both of you really worry me, though. This week we watched Purple Rain. He risked too much for the one thing that meant everything. His music. Prince. The story. The struggle. The movie. Purple Rain. A great trailer for a great movie. A great movie. Yep. Sure. Let's let's start off. Geordie, your initial thoughts of this movie. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Bang. Straight into it. Josh? It was something that happened. It was something that happened. Okay. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's actually a film that I haven't seen for those listening as well, like Grease 2 was. But yeah, I'd heard lots about it, but hadn't seen it yet. Didn't actually know what it was about. And afterwards I was like, mm, I think I'm a little bit mixed. It was a little bit mixed. Okay. A little bit mixed. That's, little better bit than mixed. Me. That's better than Geordie. Hatred. Because Geordie's exact quote was, when the, when the credits started rolling was, oh, thank God it's finally over. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was a better sentence that I had, but I will tell you that at the end. Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, let's get into it because there is there is quite a bit to discuss. Mm. The so, thi- can I go no, first? You can absolutely okay. go first. Okay. Go for it. So, I was really excited. I had high expectations because as soon as that first song played, I feel like you've made me watch it 10,000 times because he performs it at the Super Bowl in the rain. And I was like, <laughs> hey, I know this. The song I'm that he right. actually... Well, you are because he right. does perform that song at the Super Bowl, and it's I used, raining. I used to have that song on in the bookshop all, all the time because it's a really good song, which yep. is um, "Let's Go Crazy." Yeah, mm. he actually performs "Purple Rain" uh, in the rain. I'll get to that when we talk about the "Purple Rain" song. But okay, yeah. so already I'm number. Yep, ignore me. No, no, you, <laughs> hey, no, you recognize the song. I'm impressed that you recognize that. What did you think of the eightiesness? Oh, it's know, very 80s. Well, I was going to say, I know you had issues with the 80s-ness of Grease 2, Josh, even though that was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be set in the 60s. Yeah. 
what did you think of this? No, it is definitely of its time. <laughs> definitely. The, the hair and just the, like the club environment in general. Mm. I'm just like, oh, yeah. We well, look through so that fun. crowd as well, and they're all like <laughs> Bowie face painted yeah. up, the big hair, the big outfits. So yep. cool. It is, it is a movie of its time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the crowd members, especially the people on the balcony, of the, of oh, the top they, dancing. Oh. The I, was just, I was just like, oh, that is so <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I reckon yep. bring that back. Well, yeah. When you're at a club, there should be people upstairs synchronised dancing mm. the songs. I would be all about that. And also 100%. then them synchronising dancing on stage, like the effort that they put in to mm. make sure. Actually, yep. And then the, the piano guy is also playing while playing the piano. I'm like, nah, that's too much talent. So ah, does, this, does it change your opinion of this movie if I tell you that this movie is actually based on Prince's life. So the oh. performing at that club, all that sort of stuff is sort of loosely based right. on his growing up. I sort of tried to explain this to Geordie as this was an 80s version of Eminem's 8 Mile. Yes. Yeah, I can definitely see Geordie that. Geordie hasn't seen 8 Mile. Uh, so that oh, okay. that connotation went straight over her head. So that sort of, <laughs> when I, I remember watching 8 Mile for the first time going, oh, this is a rap version of Purple Rain. Yeah, like it's, okay. it's very similar. Mm. If you actually watch both movies sort of almost back to back, they are very, very, very similar. Okay. So that is the female voice of reason here. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the whole how they treat women thing, that's just a big no-no to me. Like, that is the biggest turnoff, and it made me hate it from the start. Don't worry, I was very confused. You were on my side? Uh, yeah, yep. I was like, what yep. the hell is going on here? This yeah. Is yeah. So that is why I hate it, and it makes me hate him because of how he treats women. Prince or Morris Day? Because obviously, and you've I've got both All of your of notes them. in front of me, and you've both made notes about when Morris Day threw that woman in the bin. Oh, <sighs> oh yeah, that's right. I Which, was ready to walk out of that movie even though I was in my home. So <laughs> the Morris Day stuff gives it a real comedic aspect to an otherwise really sort of serious movie. Because mm. this movie obviously has you know domestic violence in it. It has themes of depression and all that sort of mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you've got... The Morris Day scenes, which always seem to be comedic. You've got that scene, which is horrible. Well, is it he's, throwing, he's throwing, but it's done for comedic value, I think. For males, He's maybe. trying to... <laughs> I think he's... Tr- like, that's how that's been played off. He should have been thrown in the bin. Funny. He should have been. <laughs> he should have been. And even there's a scene later on where they do like a who's on first riff. Oh, mm. that would... Yeah, that yeah, scene yeah, yeah. was funny. And again, very funny, but almost really out of place... Mm. In this, like, the, all the Morris yeah. Day stuff seems really out of place. It does. There, mm. there was another, I think it was near the start where he's like getting in the car and he just runs straight into yeah. the car. And I was like, whoa, yes. <laughs> Jesus, that's not how I get in my car, but sure. That's what I mean. Like, it just seems, and yep. it's, it's, it seems to be only that character that's mm. over exaggerated. Yes. Yeah. And they were old school friends, him and Prince. They had a bit of a falling out while oh. making this movie uh. to the point where Morris Day actually didn't even get invited to the premiere. Look, oh, after wow. he threw her, he in actually the bin. had to get Fair like enough. one of his cousin's friends to to get him a ticket to go to the premiere of this movie. Wow, Good. okay. He got what's coming. What was coming to him? Good. <laughs> really, really against Morris Day. I'm very aggressive about Although this movie. Although you could easily say that Prince is more of a vis- villain than Morris Day. I hate them all. I hate it every does, male. It, it does in have this show. very chauvinistic themes throughout the the yeah, whole movie. Absolutely. But there's also that almost theme of. He sees what his father's like, and then when he does it, he realizes that he's becoming his father. And there's a whole. There was a little bit of that. There's a, a lot of bit. I don't want to be. And then Not when he enough. finds the sheet music, and we're jumping all over the place here, but yeah. Yeah. when he finds the sheet music, like he realizes how similar he and his father are. And he, yeah. One of yeah. those classic, I don't want to be like that, but yeah. 
it's imprinted on me and how do I break the cycle and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Because you can see when he when he does hit Apollonia, yeah. that first time where he slaps it, you can see that look of heartbreak in his face of like, one, what have I done? Two, I'm turning into my father. Mm. Yeah. Like, but he still did it. He still did it. Oh, and I'm not taking away <laughs> from that whatsoever. Whatsoever. Josh, you've made quite a few notes about the motorbike. Yeah, no, the, the first thing I said, <laughs> where, where is it? I said something about, well, why wasn't he in Greece too, huh? Look at that bike. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he would have fit in pretty well, actually. Yeah. Um, no, but I was like, is that actually Prince's motorbike? So, because I don't know. No, I have no it idea. It was a customized motorbike for the movie. It was a customized 1981 Honda CB400A Honda Matic. There's no way that I'm means remembering that to me. But sure. But yes, no. It was a custom bike. So, <laughs> right. so was that like a bike of the time that they thought was cool and everyone was? Well, like I think the, them? that actual model would have been, but it's been customized for the movie Four Prints. It reminded uh, me of like uh, earlier police bikes and how they had like that was the exactly massive, what I thought as yeah. well. It was like one of those old police motorbikes from yeah. the 80s. That and maybe that's maybe someone that's listening. If you know. Yeah, 80s motorbikes, you'll be able to tell us if that's the case, but it does feel like that sort of, yeah, mm. that sort of bike. So I was happy to see, though, that Prince was actually the one riding it because yeah. I was like, mm, there's true. not too, like, there's majority of actors do do their own stunts, but sometimes you can tell yeah, they're you can not tell actually doing not it. But no, it was de- definitely him. And in yeah. high heels, too. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, okay, that was impressive. And have you ever, Josh, I know Chris has, have you ever <laughs> worn high heels before? I have. Can't remember when. It wasn't for anything. It was just for no. fun. But. How did you go with? <laughs> just How did you it was go just a random with Tuesday. Not the best. No, they're very complicated. I know Chris has. I have because I've done Rocky Horror shows in the past. Again, so just for fun, yeah. you know. Yeah, that well, was just a random Tuesday at home as well. The Rocky Horror shows. There's no audience or anything. It's like with uh, Priscilla that's coming up here for yes. Red Door. Like uh, uh, they're yes. going to be in heels for that. Yeah, I'm very like, interested to see James Waits in high heels. Oh, that's going to be funny. Do they make? Does he have big feet? Do they make heels big enough? I don't know. I guess they'd have to. I don't drag reckon, queens no, I don't reckon he's got big feet. Jim's a fairly small man. Yeah, true. He's just stocky, so I might have to reinforce those. You ideas. know what they say, big hands, big feet? I don't know. Take this as you will, <laughs> James. doesn't have any of that. Yeah, well, if James is listening, hey, this is a one-way to test if Twitter actually listens to this podcast because hey. I'll yeah. get a text from him the second this drops. What did you say, baby? Did you fat shaming me? <laughs> not at all, Twitter. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, but look, into the music for this movie because mm-hmm. it is an iconic soundtrack. It is. Uh, it yeah, sure. Oh, no, you've got notes. Okay, go. <laughs> no, what, it's what, like, What's your take on the soundtrack? I love then? 80s songs. And these songs I've never really heard before. Like, Mum and Dad never played them as a kid. Like, Purple Rain, maybe, and the first one. But the rest of them, I'm like, what even is this? When Doves fair, Cry, surely. Yeah, surely, thank you. Surely thank you. you know When Doves Cry. Sing it. How can you just leave me standing? Alone oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, iconic song. Like, so that's everywhere. three. But also, one, one of my things was, how long does the song Purple Rain need to go for? It's seven minutes, it isn't it? It just keeps it's going. Just on, <laughs> the, the original version is just on eight minutes. And it's the same eight. thing oh, there's, over there's a, and over. There's a radio edit, which was four. The original version of this song before Prince cut it down was 11 minutes long, <sighs> and he cut out a full verse and chorus. Wow. Are all Before it all was of the recorded. verses are the same. Like, it's the no, same they're not. thing if you, over and no, over. If you actually listen to the lyrics, each verse. I don't want to listen con- to it again. <laughs> connotates to a different character or a different scene in the movie. Oh. So, one scene, one verse is sort of like him singing to his parents. Uh, another one is about Apollonia, and the other one's about his bandmates. Yeah, I'd fallen asleep by that part. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was How a can long, you not long that song? Such a long song. Yeah, but it's a beautiful song. It's a glorious song. I think I checked my phone three times to see how long it had been going for. <laughs> I think the music, though, it was one of the best parts of the yeah. film for me. Mm. I felt like there was a note that I had put that this movie kind of felt like promotion in a way for Prince's music. It mm. felt like they had said, hey, we want you to be in this movie. And Prince was like, well, unless you give me the chance to put my songs in it. It wasn't something like Bohemian Rhapsody. W- would it surprise you to know that, yeah, he he wrote this movie him, pretty much himself. Oh, well, He was go. doing script rewrites on the days. Like, they'd sit there and he'd be like, oh, no, that dialogue doesn't flow. Give me the script. And he would sit there on the floor and rewrite it. That as makes a lot of sense. Wow. That makes um, a lot of sense. Yeah, he had, he had a lot of creative control. Mm. So with the music, he actually went to the director with 100 songs before they started filming. Wow. Jeez. For choice to go in the movie. Does he have 100 songs? Yes. How many songs would he have? Sorry, just a sidetrack. Hundreds. Oh, okay. Easily. Did you know that, Josh? Uh, not really. Been releasing <laughs> albums since the 80s. Okay. I knew he was big, but like that's, that's, oh, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's still a that's lot. And, and he just writes, so um, When Doves Cry, mm. he wrote that in 24 hours because they said, we're going to do this montage scene. We need a song to go with it. And he went... I gotcha. So that one was made and for he the went, film. And he went and wrote ah. that song in 24 hours, came back the next day and said, here's your song for that montage. Holy okay, cow. Okay, that's, that's slightly impressive. And look, his acting skills, not great, mm. but his musical talent, yeah. unquestionable. Like, he's yeah. one of the greatest musicians that's ever lived. He's yeah. absolutely incredible. Especially if he writes his own songs and he's written that many songs. And like not that, just his own songs. Yeah. Uh, Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. Prince wrote that. I think I know that song. Nothing compares to, to you. He wrote that. Okay. There's actually a demo that got released a couple of years ago after he passed away of his version of him singing it, and it's way better than Sinead O'Connor's. I think I it's need incredible. to hear this again. Yeah. I can't remember that. It, no, that's <laughs> not, that song's not in the movie, but uh, that's a, that was just, just an fact. example. He wrote fact. that. Uh, like He's written a lot of songs for other people as well. All the Apollon- uh, like Apollonia, that sex shooter song that was in the movie, which yeah. I know you had issues about with what they were wearing while they were performing that song, Geordie. Yep. But that song, he wrote that, was a huge hit on the charts. It was remade. Uh, say early 2000s there was a like a dance remix of that released and yeah. again it topped the charts then as well like he's just written so many amazing songs so look the the acting yeah a little bit not, flat not, a little bit flat little and bit not flat. just from yeah, him not yeah, just, no, from just him. No. From, i think the person Overall. with the most personality was the bad guy i can't remember his name morris day morris yeah. day i think he had the most personality where everyone else was kind of like Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I would have happily sat through a Morris Day movie, I reckon, as long as there wasn't a lot of women featured in it being thrown in the bin that, that he could have solved yeah. or abused. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, like a comedy movie starring Morris Day in the time could have been quite funny, I think. Potentially. Because yeah. he, he maybe, had, maybe. He, he was the comedic aspect of it. How did you go with the plot? Because it does tend to jump a little bit and there's not a lot of explanation going on. I had one great note about that. And it said, I don't know how to write notes for this movie. (laughs) 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 It was so all over the place and I had to pay attention and then I didn't know what was going on. And then I was really angry because of what was going on. I'll agree. It was a bit, one moment this was happening. It was like the switching of like what what the girl was doing as well. She would be like, she'd be with Prince and then she'd be with um, Morris Day and and then she'd be around. And 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 then she was in a lake. Oh, no, no. What did you think of the lake? No, no. What did we think of the lake? Do you really want to ask me that question? (laughs) Not good. (laughs) Let me go. So, 
No. All right. What did I actually write about this? Not a fan of how the blokes treat the chicks. Poor girl jumping in the lake. And then he just ups and leaves her because he thinks it's funny. And then he comes back. He came back. It's not funny. He came back. <laughs> but like, <laughs> hope the bear. Hope the bear. <laughs> oh. oh, I hated it. But that again. was the point where I realised I really hated this movie. Oh, hated this movie. Hatred. Hated this I was movie. honestly just confused at this point. I was like. Okay. Although well, we got to see boobs. Well, this was my this was my next note because Josh, when we watched Grease Two, I know you watched that with your family. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you make the same mistake in watching Purple Rain with your family? No. Oh, good. I was sitting there when and that scene came on. My first thought was, "Oh God, I hope Josh isn't watching this with his mum." I know. I was like. Oh, thank God! No one else is. <laughs> it's like it's like with also. I don't know if you've seen Risky Business yes. with Tom Cruise. That yes. was another one when I first watched it, and I was like, "No, no, no one else." No one else is. Ah. <laughs> uh, one that's so, on can the you list, please explain it? Risky Business? What we, do we get to see? You, you like, get, you, we'll, we'll get to that because <laughs> okay, right. that's on our Add list. That of, one. That's on our list for you to watch. We'll watch the track. that tonight. So, yeah, no, that was um. Yeah, I was a little bit concerned <laughs> for you when uh, when I realised what was going on. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, no, would not recommend. So then there's another theme I was to talk about, the the violence against women theme, but then there's the whole domestic violence theme and not just... Just, yeah, everyone. Not just women, but yeah, the whole family dynamic of that as well, which comes out of sort of left field of a movie that does start very musically and mm. almost comedic with Morris Day. Yeah. And then you get that subplot, which is such a heavy, and as I said, like similar to Eight Mile, because you've got similar yeah. themes. But Eight Mile was a very dramatic, that had a little know, bit dark, more structure deep, and that deeper yeah. movie. Whereas this, that sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Can I just ask, yes. what genre technically is this movie? Like, what was the purpose? Was it about his life, or was it meant to be? It's a musical. Okay. Yeah, it's. it's I wouldn't say it. it's. It's a, it's a drama musical. It's not. Yeah. It's not a biopic because it's not. It's loosely based on his life. Like yep. it's not. You know, it's this not happened a, and this yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's loosely. Yeah. Um. But it's more of a. Yeah. I would say comedy drama. Uh, musical drama. Mm, which okay. probably not a lot of those musical dramas because com- uh, musicals are normally comedy. Yeah. Absolutely. Or at least lighthearted. Like you look at your likes of Mamma Mia or Grease or. Yeah. Yep. You know they don't really touch on a lot of. Dark no, these subplots. dark things, yeah. Mm. Whereas this is this, this went t- deep. It, it does went go really deep, really deep, like to the point where you know he does try to self harm as well. His dad, yeah, um, which becomes a big subplot, and that's you know he finds the sheet music and all that sort of stuff there. But it is such a really, a really deep part for a movie that up until that point had been fairly light hearted. Mm. Although there's one part right when that's about to happen that always makes me giggle. Uh, and it yeah, made me no, so happy just... when you and I were messaging Josh. You mentioned it. I went, "Oh, you noticed it." It's where he does the little. He does answer me, motherfucker, and he does and he a little spin. Around. He does this little pirouette <laughs> spin, and it's the coolest little spin because oh you goodness. know that it's Prince. So he's wearing it's... high heels when he does yeah, that yeah, spin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just this awesome little answer me, motherfucker, and he does this cool little spin. And if you don't know, if you haven't seen the movie. One, like we always say, you should have yeah, watched the movie before you listen it. to this podcast. But if you're listening to this before you watch it. That clip is on YouTube. I sent that to you. Yeah, as soon as you I was like, "Yes," and I sent you the clip because yep. it's such a. It just it's in a serious moment, but it makes me giggle and literally go <laughs> every time. Every time I watch this movie, because that I'm is like, literally oh. how he giggles. <laughs> I, I I just want to know why. It was, it was just probably a spontaneous of the moment thing, but it it's just like so funny. No, it feels yeah. like it was a choice. It feels like he's gone. Hey guys, imagine if I walk in real angry and, <laughs> and I, they just, they just did a little and bit. I just spin like I'm. 
surveying the whole room. Uh, and they were uh, like, yeah. Because it's yeah, not. That's the you choice. Do you. you do you, Prince. <laughs> it's not a normal just like look left, look right. It was just a whole spin around. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. And this whole movie does have this whole feeling of Prince said, I'm going to do this. And everyone just went, okay. Okay. Sure. We'll, this movie, we'll, we'll, you can we'll do what he wants. Yeah, you a, there was a lot of that. Yep. It really felt like there was a lot of that. So the songs at the end. Yep. Oh. Your notes here, Geordie, because obviously <laughs> we had Purple Rain. Do so you want me to read them to you? Yes, Literally, right. read, my read, last... out, read out the last couple of notes you had for this part. Okay, my last four notes. Number one, how long does the song Purple Rain go for? <laughs> Number two, I thought it was over, but then he sang another song, dot, dot, dot. Number three, and another song, <laughs> Face Palm. Number four. This is not the encore I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of my notes. Uh, I was kind of the same Thank a you. little bit. Like yep. he'd done two and then I was like, oh, sweet. We're and good. then there was another one. And I was like, this is where I'm starting to feel that like the <laughs> yep. music was more Look, needed than the plot. Yep. I love Prince and I love the soundtrack. But even I, by the third song, even I'm like... And the third song's not a great song to end on. I Would Die For You is a great song. It's an upbeat song. It's positive. It's it's got connotations of love. And it's actually, you know. Yeah, a good finale song. It's written from a plot. It's one of the one parts of the movie that actually is plot driven because that's what his dad says to his mum. And that's that's where it comes from. But after that, he does um, uh, Baby You're a Star, which is a great song, but weaker than the other two. (laughs) Like, that could have been earlier in the movie, didn't need to be there, or played over the top of the credits. Yeah. Yeah, true. That performance didn't, that was, all right, the last 15 minutes are going to be Prince doing a a concert. Yeah, that's what people, people love Prince. They want to see him do music. Let's give him 15 minutes of a concert at the end. I didn't That's what it felt like. It's like, it wasn't the same, like I said before, like a movie like Bohemian Rhapsody, where like at the Live Aid concert, like, because that's like following true events and like listening through all of that is like, this makes sense because this, this actually happened. Yeah, he's seen that footage and yeah. But then for this, it was just like, yeah, it just seemed out of place. Song, 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 song. Keep going, songs. So <laughs> the film cost $7 million to make. Oof. It made almost $69 million at the box office. Damn. And this is in 1981. Mm. I have one so question. So that's big money. When you say in the box office, does that include when, you know, these movies come back and they play it for like a week at a time? Because they're like, oh, we've got this classic movie. We're going to like movie we're playing again. Is that counted at the box office or is this literally just the year, like when it first comes out? Sorry, it was 1984 that came out, 1981, I should say. Sorry. Um, still a lot of money for 1984. Mostly it's usually their theatrical run. I know nowadays yeah. because you get films like Avatar where James Cameron. Yeah, keeps, yeah like they Every, every bring time an Avengers movie up. makes yeah. more money than Avatar, he's like, I'm going to re release yeah. it in three <laughs> yeah. double days this time just to beat the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Didn't but that those things add to their domestic box office. I don't think it but generally. This is generally. It's not the like star. when Rocky Horror plays in every little theater around the world mm. once yeah, a yeah, week, yeah. and that doesn't add to its total box office. Okay. I don't think. So. Okay. Well, that's impressive. So then. very impressive. So the lead female, so Apollonia, was originally supposed to be Prince's real life girlfriend, Vanity, oh. but she left Prince just before they started filming it, oh. and she was due to star in another movie, and then that another. Movie went on the back burner and it didn't end up happening. But oh. yeah. um, Jennifer Beals was also approached. So uh, Baby from Dirty Dancing. Oh, okay. Oh. Ferris Bueller's sister. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. had been yeah. approached to to play the role and she turned it down. And then Apollonia Six was drafted in after that. And the soundtrack spent twenty four weeks at number one on the Billboard charts. Wow. Although Purple Rain, the song, only ever got to number two. Huh. 
Maybe okay, it was because yeah. it's so long and people tuned out before. Yeah. That is fair. Maybe I completely understand. Um, yeah, so yeah, th- there's, there's a lot of stuff that happens sort of behind the scenes with this. That scene with um, Lake Minnetonka mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was shot at the north shore of Minneapolis' Cedar Lake on the second day of November. So you've got to think, second day of November in Minneapolis it would have been Ooh. bloody cold. Yeah. Like yep. colder than it looked. Oh, and it looked yeah. cold in that scene as well. No, God. thank um, you. She managed to dive in four times four. before oh. feeling delirious Dedication. and needing medical attention. And oh, that is why I hate Jesus. this movie. So they finished shooting the scene weeks later in California. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to help her you out. Know, just Jesus to help her. Christ. Just to help her out. Ooh, so the um, males were just as bad as mm. seen people. That scene where his dad says to him, never get married. Yep. That was actually an actual conversation Prince and his dad had had in real life. Oh. Word for word. That was a... And the, the, the sex scene that we're lucky Josh didn't have to watch with his mum. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> the cast and crew shot that with three different ratings in mind, depending on what the film oh, was going to be rated. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the R-rated version was one that was kept in. Go figure. Yeah. What is the movie rated? M, I think here in Australia. So okay, be, so it's actually, so yeah. PG-13. It would have been M over in the States, I think. I'd have to check because the ratings have changed over in the US over the uh, years. It's gotten, too hard to keep up with. Yeah, those it really is those things over in the States. So yeah. um, it could have possibly been R when it came out over there. Who yeah. would know? Because there is a lot of adult content in this movie. This is mm. true. So, yeah, so it, it did very, very well for itself. For a little $7 million movie to make nearly $60 million, $69 million. Yeah, and that, wow. was off, that was off the back, I think, of obviously Prince's music more than his acting ability. Yes. So, obviously, people back in the 80s loved it more because they were 80s wild people too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe, maybe? it was more relatable back 80s. then. That's like Woodstock era, isn't it? Woodstock was more 60s, 70s. Oh, okay. Mm. But off that. 80s was big hair. Big hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Makeup, high heels. Yeah. Again, I would love to know. Can we give Prince credit for especially those last couple of songs? The dancing. The dancing. Oh, yeah, okay. The heels. dancing was impressive with the heels. Coming from, and this will probably be a technical thing that they worked around. I wonder if ADR was used a bit like they had pre-recorded the songs and put it over the acting. But if he was actually performing while doing the dancing, coming from a perform- being a performer myself, I'm like, how do you have the stamina for that? So That be- is insane. Being <laughs> a film, it would have been recorded, like would have been ADR. And yeah, that's stuff. what I was but thinking. having seen footage of him in concert, that's what it's like. Like he's he's That's, a machine. That he's is incredible. Amazing. Um, can I also feminist point of view? Mm-hmm. Women okay. do this all the time. What? Why is that not like dancing in high heels? It's like right. raw. Watch right. me go. I'm throwing you out course, a challenge. When you, after you've had the baby, yep. I want you to learn one of those dance routines that Prince does. Yep. And do it in heels. Done. If you think it's that easy. I'm just saying that women do oh, it all no, the time. Oh, no, I know women dance in like, heels oh, all the time. Look right? how fancy he is because he can dance in heels. I've not seen a woman dance like that in heels before. In they heels that high, they're like ten inches high. Yeah, that's how like us ladies get paid nowadays. Wait, no, that's what? weird. <laughs> Feel like that's more sexist than no. Prince did. Have you okay. seen Taylor Swift's heels? Taylor Swift's heels. To be fair, to cut the conversation, yeah. I forgot about the heels. To be honest, <laughs> I was just I was just more impressed that he was singing and dancing well, at that high level yeah, at the okay, same fair, time. Fair, fair, fair. That was insane. It does didn't, actually, he get, didn't he do the worm? Yeah, he does the worm no. and everything. Okay, yeah. that part's impressive. How? That's impressive. It does actually sort of surprise me that this movie was never turned into a stage show. And that, yeah, it there has. you Prince, go, Josh. Prince was very, <laughs> well, Prince when he was alive was very, very stringent on his music and stuff okay. being used. And st- like yeah, he used right. to, when mm. YouTube first started, when people would do covers, he'd get them banned oh. because he didn't like people covering his songs. Okay. The only Got cover it. I know of, of his that was officially ever released was a Foo Fighters cover of Darling Nikki. 
which, I don't know if I know that one. Darling Nikki was the song, it, when he's in the club, after they first break up, yeah. and he's singing it to her. He's like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I knew she was a sex freak. I met her in a hotel. Lobby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> you probably tuned out by that time. Probably. The Foo Fighters did a cover of that, and it's incredible. It's it's really good. That got released on one of their B-sides, I think, but then Prince did a cover of Best of You when he did the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. Which was also very, very good. If you haven't seen that, go. it's on YouTube. I'll give it a look. Go on, give it a look. It's about 15 minutes, but it is so good. We've it, seen it many times. We have, because oh. it does end... It was a day where it was belting rain. Uh, and normally the Super Bowl show, Prince, nice high heels, done up, does purple rain in the, the rain. rain. That's it was sick. pretty sick. Lighting. That's It was cool. kind of sick. The story behind it is the producers of the halftime show rang him that morning and they said, Prince, we, we've got some bad news. It's actually raining here. And he went, oh, good. Can you can you make it rain harder? <laughs> can you make it rain that harder? Was, that was like, that's a famous quote. He went, can you make it rain harder? Because he was just like, yeah. Oh, so he's so on this funny. slippery glass stage, the big heels, yep. playing it and performing live, dancing the whole lot. Jesus yep. Christ. And does Purple Rain in the rain. And, it's and it just, was one of those things where it's literally just him. And I think he has like two dancers. Two backup dancers. That was it. Like uh, there's no encore, no, no thousands big, of dancers, no nothing. flashy show like you've had with nah. Rounder and all that sort of stuff. It's just literally just him. him doing the music and it's awesome. Wow. Yeah, okay. That Sounds was impressive. Good. I actually Sounds so, good. Yeah. So Prince is a muso. Great. Prince is an actor, as we've come to discuss. Not so great. All right, let's yeah. let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, let's start with a rating. Josh, I'm going to go to you first. Out of five, what would you rate this movie? Oh, God. Like I said in the Grease and Adam's Family podcast, I'm not good at rating things. So <laughs> now that I am another yeah, host, I'm going to have to start thinking about, it. Start thinking about <laughs> it. So I'm probably going to give it. This score is only majority for the music, okay. <laughs> not for uh, much uh, of the plot. I'll allow it, yeah. Yep. But... A, 2.5 out of 5. 2.5. Mm. Okay, that's not bad. Yep, yep. Geordie, out of 5. Okay. On my original notes, I also said 2.5. But now that we have discussed <laughs> it and I've thought about it and I've let it sink. Uh, sink? Is that? Sink uh, in. Sink in. That's it. Yep. I am actually going to go down <laughs> to about, and this is me just being generous. Okay. A 2. A 2. Yep. I'll be honest. Okay. That's better than I thought it was going to get from your... Again, this is like Josh, all about the music. Those three songs made it for me. And this movie is all about the music when it comes down to it. It is. It's a glorified concert. But I would also prefer to watch this than The Naked Gun. (laughs) If we were rating this movie on the music and the spin he does, five out of five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. All right. So, Josh, would you watch a sequel? Now, I learned that there actually is a sequel to this movie. Well, it's not a sequel sequel. It's a... But like, it's another musical under the cherry moon. Yeah, um, that Prince did a few years later. That um, because he's credited as the kid still. Yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's still technically the same character, but it is a a different story and one that universally got panned. Mm. It's one that I haven't actually even watched because I've heard it is that bad. Do we go through the trouble of no. watching it when no, no. when you're away? <laughs> I feel like, and then I we feel both like we do wait it. till she comes back. Oh, no. that's, the, that's the surprise. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. This Maybe is my final episode. I love it. you all. <laughs> anyway, so yes. would you watch uh, Under the Cherry Moon then? Knowing what you know about this movie and knowing what I've just told you, how it was apparently far worse. No, I don't think so. Oh, Jordy? <laughs> no. Uh, well, straight to the point there. Okay. <laughs> 
All right, well, we'll wrap it up there. We'll be back for another episode next week of It's About Time You Watch This. You've been listening to It's About Time You Watch This, a creative media production.